0: to Between Sundays, and welcome to 2018. We're kicking off the year with a special episode just for you. We're going to be talking about sabbatical. Dave and Penny Rodriguez are joining us today. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi, Tyler. Thanks for having us. Yeah, welcome. And Maren and Barry are here. Good day. Hello, hello. Good hello day, again. sir. So this is a special <laughs> episode. We're actually recording this about two weeks before it'll be published, but we wanted, we've wanted to bring you guys in since the beginning of this podcast and you guys were gone so now that you're back we wanted to get you an asap so thank you for making time for us
1: we are huge fans of the pod oh yes. friends we of the pod friends
2: <laughs> of thank the you pod. yeah we've watched it in several different locales oh, oh several or
1: not different watched continents it. Yeah. well just, different you listened made us global listen and watch we've listened <laughs> com- yeah com- yes it was awesome
0: well great uh, before we jump into, we want to hear a ton about your experience. Um, and what a lot of people, I didn't even know what a sabbatical was until I started working here. So <laughs> I want to talk about your whole experience for both of you. Uh, but before we do that, guys, what's going on? What's, what's, what's new? What's happening? Anything going on in your lives? Maren, you start.
3: I have big new things that are going on in
0: big new things in
3: our lives, uh, over on the Gaffron side, uh, <laughs> my son came home um, Christmas break just kicked off right Okay. so I guess and he didn't tell me about this beforehand but I'm super pumped that he told me about it at all (laughs) his goal before he left for winter break was to get a girl's phone number this girl that he's been talking about since day one is she a friend of the pod? I don't know (laughs) I don't know (laughs) Uh, yeah so I won't mention any names but he walks in the door and he's like mom I got her phone number wow I can't tell you. Oh like, my gosh, Jaden! Stunning that 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 is. I, I yeah. What'd you say? I was. I gave him a high five. Yeah. I was proud of him. Yeah. Really proud of him. But okay. Jaden is, is so cool. <laughs> it's yeah. not even
4: fair. He's like cooler than I am. But
3: that's that's why he's this really is so cool. shocking. He's he's not like you know that like naturally suave like. Smooth with his words. I, I I really am stunned. Did he say how David he asked happened. her? Oh, I asked him for like every, every detail. detail. <laughs> I said, please <laughs> remember <a> <laughs> as, as close to perfectly as you can. And he was like, I said, can I have your number? Oh,
0: that's all it took. <laughs> oh my, that's just, yes. perfect. oh my gosh. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yes. that's perfect. Then
3: check this out. He waited a day. Before he started texting her.
0: Of course, man. You got to play Classic. the game. He's brilliant. Oh. How
4: Classic. did he got to play know the that. game. She was
1: waiting on pins and needles. Yeah, so. yeah, I don't think Barry even ever did that with Olivia. I don't know. <laughs>
4: yeah, well, I did. I, she actually had to say, you can have my phone number if you, ask if
2: yeah! you want it.
4: I was like, See? I guess we could just Facebook message or whatever. <laughs> it was awkward. And that wow. is
3: such a Desi move. That's why Desi and your wife hit it off so well when yeah, they were hanging yeah. out the other day. Like, shoot totally. just, so that, that's new in our house now. I've got my daughter texting some boy, and my son oh, texting, Desi's texting some girl someone too.
0: Yes, Maran, wow. they're growing up a, so
4: fast. This is a new world. For well, you. Wasn't ready for this. Are Didn't you, think it, that this would Jed? come with the new territory. Jed, are you all
0: right?
3: <laughs> he loves when you address him. By the way, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was texting me the other day, like in Starbucks, listening to the pod, and he's like, "It's so weird when like Tyler says my name." <laughs>
2: Well. So, well, I guess you don't have to worry that they'll actually call each other. They'll only text. Yeah, that's right, right. right. So, so once
3: in a while you might get the uh, prolonged FaceTime. Oh, and I sure. mean like they put the phone up on whatever surface is closest oh, to them. So they can they're look not at each even other. looking at their friend. No, their friend oh. is looking at like the ceiling <laughs> pen. and they're just having this discussion.
4: They know the phone right. works, right? I don't know that that's the best way to do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Kids these days, yeah. that's what they're doing. Okay. So,
4: okay. I'm curious. Does Jed have any plans for how to intimidate any guys that try to oh, court? Oh, this yeah. is
3: real tough because how much can I really say... <laughs> I came from a much more relaxed background of like, sure, date people, have fun. When I was in junior high, don't tell my kids, but when I was in junior high, my parents were dropping me off at the movies, to like go see this. movies no, with boys yeah. in junior high. Wow. My husband, on the other hand, came from a very strict background. I'm the first girl he ever kissed, just wow. me, and that was 20, 18 Nineteen, somewhere in there. Well, now
0: you're giving away his secrets.
3: I know. Well, so but anyway, as parents, we approach this from completely different sure. angles. Where I'm like, hey, you gotta give them their freedom, or they'll just sneak behind her back and do it another way. And he's yeah. like, well, we've gotta have rules, and we do have to have rules. So we, this is why this is new, and this is why I need advice, because this is oh, brand new to our family as of this week. We got week. you.
0: The four of us can talk this through with you. Can-
3: Please help. Please yeah. help. What
0: Actually, would I'm you d- do? I'm it's done a with
1: different it. I'm day. <laughs> I'm done with this. After having two gone through this, yeah, you're, at, luck you're out
0: of oh, this no. for a while. Oh I need Kidding. help. I have a baby. I know everything
2: I need to know. Okay. <laughs> Penny, anyway. what would you what would you tell her? Oh, well, um, we didn't have cell phones back yeah, then, Back right. in the day. Oh. No, I don't remember when we got cell phones, but texting was not a part of this. Yeah. Do you, well. Okay. So, what's the concern? Is that
3: I have a million concerns. Like so, what's
2: your top
0: I'm not seven? A, I'm
3: not above like <laughs> what? grabbing your, their phones and like reading through
1: some messages, making sure oh, that you're, everything's you're, like above board with in. their
4: permission or or no, while they're sitting. I don't
1: need sleeping. their permission. I pay good. for their wow. phones. Wow. 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 Yeah, that's right. I'm sitting <laughs> listening to this right now. You know that. Yeah.
0: yeah. I
3: do, and they know. They know what mama so does. So you look
0: in. It's mama's house. You check in on the phones. Of course. Okay. Do they have their phones in their room?
3: No, we do have a strict no phones in room okay, policy. Okay, so they're not staying Probably up wise. all night no. texting. No, no, uh,
0: no. Well, what else is there to worry about?
3: Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not like with them 24 hours a day, so there's plenty of opportunities for them to get in trouble. Yeah.
4: What, <laughs> yeah. what grade is Jaden in again?
3: Eighth grade. Eighth grade. And Desi's in seventh grade. So I welcome advice from parents. It does take a village to raise a child. You've contacted me, you loyal listeners, about Tortillas. Um, and other things so if you've got some great advice I, send
4: it my way i have I to help. i have to bow out of the advice <laughs> conversation here cuz the only experience i have in this whole realm is when i was in 8th grade mm. uh well there was when i was in 7th grade i had a girlfriend for one day <laughs> and we held hands as we walked down the hall and i thought we were moving way too fast oh, wow. PDA, man was yeah. moving oh, too wow. fast i didn't even
1: know about this <laughs> i don't know, I don't know <laughs> oh, if i even told you guys was this wow. betsy
4: uh, no no betsy was the girl that i asked out in 8th grade and so did and she, she probably you down I wrote her a letter. We were we were in science class and we were sitting across the table from each other and she was just obviously stunning and I wrote her a letter that said I like you. Do you like me? But it was while we were all watching some documentary about how grasshoppers mate. Oh, not man. joking. It's true. And it just puts you in the mood, huh? Well, not quite. No, <laughs> instead, it I feel just... better than
0: ever about asking this girl out right now. <laughs> no, but it meant
4: that her back was to me the whole time. And so I slid it across, but she, it was like sitting there, the entire documentary. Oh, no. I still don't know how it happens with grasshoppers. And so, but I... <laughs> <laughs> but I slid it across the table. Finally, the end of class, they turn off the documentary. We all have to go to lunch. And she turns around and sees a note with her name on it. And she has this look on her face like, oh, like, oh no. Okay. Oh. She opens it up, she reads it, and then she writes me this letter and I run to the lunchroom with my friend Marshall because I wanted to read it with him. Because oh. I was so excited. And oh I opened it up and she's like Thanks, that's really nice, but I'm still trying to get over this hockey player oh or something. My. I don't know what that <laughs> means. Grade? Wow. I, I don't know. Anyway, and I was devastated.
1: What? I didn't uh, know this story
4: This either. all happened in Sorry, one guys. day. I didn't
1: know any of this. It's,
4: yeah. It was, wow. uh, it was a roller rollercoaster emotion. So that's my entire story. And after that, I have nothing to say. Jaden's like ahead of the game. <laughs> I he got
0: the number. The number one thing you got to do, you got to meet this girl.
3: Yes. That's
4: absolutely.
0: important. And so. this
3: boy. Yes.
0: Well, definitely the boy. Kids, oh, it's yeah. too
3: much. Like it, the fact that both kids are now like entering this new territory like in the same week. That's mm-hmm. it's literally yeah. it happened this week. It's a little overwhelming. Do you feel for me.
0: different about the boy than the girl? Like Jaden, you're
3: okay. I'm you're I'm, in. I'm having to check myself because we did just yeah. talk about like gender equality. Like yeah. so, Well, we've
4: also Tyler has often said on this podcast that that boys are dum
0: Yeah. So. Teenage boys, man.
3: He did say that many, many times. Here's where I'm checking myself. With my daughter, if she would have just went up to a boy and asked him for his phone number, I would not have given her a high five.
0: Uh-oh. Mm, just Uh-oh. being honest. Uh,
3: why I know not? that I have a double standard. Why not? Mm. Because I Chivalry. want a boy to like chase her down i don't want her to be thirsty yep. as we say and go hunting some boy like, <laughs> i want them to come to her yeah. but then my son comes home and like the first thing i do is give him a high five and i know my uh, daughter is seeing all this mm, and yeah. going like really mom mm, like mm. yeah yeah so i'm i'm i really have to work this stuff out yeah this is like real time Marin working it out and in front good. of everyone
1: no, i was gonna say it's good that you're doing this <laughs> yeah. in a <the> counseling
0: room <laughs> yeah with the whole world yeah. well first step is meeting these kids yes Struggle Students, is real. they're not kids.
1: Second step is threatening them.
4: Okay, mm-hmm.
0: no, I actually, could probably no. You, don't no, yeah, I no, could, you probably do. I was kidding about
3: that. I could threaten better, I think, than my husband could threaten.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give him your nice. salt.
3: Nice. Oh yeah. Give That's him your I salt. Was, knows all about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a territory that I have yet to go into, oh, but there. I am not pumped about it.
3: <laughs> you'll get there.
0: Especially, I mean, now that we're talking about this, especially with daughters, I feel like. Jed is losing his mind, probably a little bit. Is this the first boy that's ever texted her?
3: Um, yes, I think so. I well, because she, they, they had a very close knit group of friends back home. Like she went from kindergarten on up through these, and they would do group texting and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's had like group texts and things like that. But we knew those kids from the time they were in kindergarten. So like we knew them through and through these kids that they were involved with back home. And they, now they every kid they know <laughs> is totally unknown to us and brand new. And that just makes it a lot harder.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Jaden and Desi, <laughs> uh, you're welcome to come over to our house, <laughs> the benders. Anytime I've got some questions <laughs> and, uh, we can handle it. We can take it from there and I'll, uh, your secrets are safe with they me. Love okay? Momo.
3: They love him. Yeah.
0: Well, we are here to talk sabbatical. Dave and Penny, you guys just returned from a three month, Sabbatical, And I want to know, I mean, this is the overarching question that probably everybody asks you, but how was it? You know, let's start there. How was it? How do you feel today about your wow. experience?
1: Yeah. And we're asked that question a lot and it's, um, it's a complicated, um, it was fine. <laughs> Great. Well, that's we'll good. see you next see see you week. Next week. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm cynical, that's what I say. Yeah. It's fine because the, the question is a complicated question. There was so much to it. There was so much to it. And um, when
0: you were going into it, how did you feel? Exhausted. Okay.
1: Yeah. So maybe I should clarify. talk about leading up to it. Well, yeah. yeah. Let me just talk about what a sabbatical. Is yeah. Let's yeah what's do it.
4: what's the like the textbook definition of a sabbatical? What's it supposed to be?
1: Well, yeah, what some people... Here's what people... How was your vacation? No, it's not a vacation. I mean, you did go to the beach, but... We did, yeah. But here's the deal with the sabbatical. And I've I've said this publicly, very, very, very few people ever get the opportunity to take a sabbatical. Yeah. Um, Even there are certain professions that you hear it in more often, um, mostly teachers and, and, and people in ministry and people who are professors or something, they're the ones... Who tend to have the opportunity to take a sabbatical? A sabbatical is a essentially a leave of absence. Okay, it's a leave of absence where you leave your job. Um, in most cases, not all cases, but in most cases, in our case here, the organization, the church, continues to pay our salary, and are we're allowed to take a leave of absence? It's it's kind of expected. It's not just allowed. Mm. After seven years of of ministry as a pastor here, it's expected you'll take a sabbatical because it's expected you need it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, it's, yeah, you get away, far away, because we're not even allowed by policy, so to speak, even to attend church at Grace while we're gone. Yeah, oh, your wow. emails are revoked, yeah, right? Yeah, ev- they took my computer away. They shut off my email. Um, and the whole idea is to get away so that you can actually, it's not relaxation, mm. it's renewal.
4: Mm-hmm. That's,
1: what's the, that's the purpose, is renewal. So it's a, it's a leave of absence for you to have come a forced time of renewal so that when you return, you're better able to do what you're called to do. So
0: you went into this feeling exhausted. Penny, how were how you feeling when this whole thing I started?
2: I was pretty irritated at that point. You were <laughs> irritated? I, mean, I was irritated with the exhaustion because mm. leading into it, probably, I don't know, two months or mm. a month and a half at least, he was like, okay. I'm gonna be we're leaving, so I've gotta cram all these appointments. Everybody oh, that yeah. ever wants to meet with me for the next hundred years, I need to do in this mm-hmm. next and so he literally would start his morning usually at seven with breakfast with somebody and just go till like ten at night every day. And wow. I just so yeah, uh, I was kind of done with it. Wow. Yeah, wow. I'd
4: say so. So I kind of tripped across the finish line to get yeah. to the sabbatical. The starting line tripped across
2: the starting, starting line. line. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <Yikes. laughs> Okay, but it so, didn't take long. It was the whole thing felt like such a gift because it didn't take long at all. Usually, when we go away, it takes us a week or so yeah. to mm-hmm. kind of start to relax. Mm-hmm. Sure. I've heard
4: I've heard other pastors say that on their sabbaticals it takes about a month to fully disconnect and unwind, a, m- a month to enjoy it, and a month to prepare to come mm-hmm. back. Is that how it worked out for you guys?
1: Yeah, not, not not this time. And it's, it's, it's hours, days, weeks, months. It's a, there's a period of time. Here's the way I describe it. I'm hoping when I'm on a sabbatical, I'm going to hear from God. Mm. Not to cut to the spiritual, you know, chase, but that's what it is. But I can't hear a thing for a period of time. Mm. If even if I wanted to, even if I wanted to, it's because the noise is so deafening from all the processing you're doing. This is, but this is life, isn't it? This is like ongoing life. So when you're doing a sabbatical, and Penny's right, I mean, I jammed so much in that month and a half. I was, I was spiritually deaf hmm. for a period of time.
0: I remember you saying that before before leaving. I remember you saying something like that.
1: Yeah, and so and it's and it's something for I think for everybody to remember, and for me to remember now that I'm back. It is easy to get deaf.
0: How do you even know if you are?
1: Well, I mean. Shoot, the last nine days, I got. I told her this morning. Uh, since I've been, ba- we've been back nine days. My entire routine, which I established very solidly in three months, is gone. Wow! So I now have because once again, you just thrust back into it. And, mm-hmm. But it's different. It's different. This time it's not like I purposely set up all these appointments. But since I've been back in the last nine days, I have had unending people who. And there are reasons, we're not going to get into it now, but there are reasons why here at Grace right now, there's just a period of having to sit and talk and mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. And so um, it didn't take long to get deaf again. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. But just, you could you could identify it. Oh,
1: hands down. Yeah. Hands down. And, and again, I cut to the spiritual chase here. When you're not deaf, you hear the voice of God and it feels like there's revelation coming. When you are deaf, you're not hearing the voice of God and there doesn't seem to be anything new emerging. You've heard me, I don't know, people, if people heard me preach, um, I'm really big on paying attention to the Holy Spirit and then obeying. But if, you, if you're if you not paying attention and you're not hearing the Holy Spirit, there's really no direction change in mm. your life. So, um, but during the sabbatical, gosh, we heard the voice of God a lot. Well, Interesting. I,
2: I was recommended just the very last day before we left, um, I had met this new friend named Nancy at um, North Indy campus. And she goes, well, what are you going to, what, what is your reading going to be while you're gone? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I hadn't really planned anything. She goes, Oh, you have to read sacred rhythms. And I thought, I think we have that. So I went and found it on our shelf at home, which meant I had probably read it before, but it hadn't really mm-hmm. meant much to me. And so right from day one, I started going through this and it has been quite radical, mm. but. It goes along with what Dave was just saying. The very first quote in the book is, One can begin one's spiritual quest by attending to the desires of the heart, both personal and communal. The Spirit is revealed in our genuine hopes for ourselves and for the world. How brightly burns the flame of desire for a love affair with God, other people, the world. Do we know that to desire and seek God is a choice that is always available to us? Jesus is asking you, what do you want me to do for you? Uh And I was like, uh, okay. And I started making lists, and the very f- first thing on the list was, "I want to feel things again," because mm. oh, I had man. just been kind of dead for mm. a long time,
0: and um, and this was early on.
2: This was the first day of the sabbatical, oh, or first oh, first, wow. first day in England, and um, I mean, I pretty much haven't stopped crying since. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm I can just, attest to this. I'm so yeah. I'm <laughs> wow. just so tender about everything. It's yeah. um, kind of crazy.
4: Um, that. Book is Sacred Rhythms by Ruth Haley Barton. In case okay. you were I highly curious. recommend. I oh, I've I've read it. I love anything it. Anything
1: by her, absolutely love it. So you guys
0: probably had plans when going into this. You had plans at least to travel. What What did you expect, or what were you planning on happening? And my next question after that is, how did that change?
1: Yeah. Well, I, the expectations. Th- this one. This is my. Um, this is my third sabbatical that I've had. Um, and the other ones, we had younger kids. So yeah. oh, it was
2: totally different. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Don't you, Barry, you've talked about this. You and Lucy have talked about this. this some of your favorite memories for, from other other sabbaticals.
4: Yeah. I mean, it. we weren't sharing dad with mm-hmm. church. My Lord. <laughs> so it was great. Yeah. I guess we weren't, it was also, we weren't sharing mom either. Yeah. It was, we had both of you, but it was a little different because dad would
1: just leave and then he'd come back and then he'd leave and come back. And now all of a sudden he was just with us. Mm. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. This was different because it was just Penny and, and me this time. But we had we had some significant goals and expectations. We knew we were going to travel some. Mm-hmm. We went to the Cotswolds, stayed in a little village called Blockley In, in England. Co- in be- England, the countryside of England, a couple hours northwest of London. A lot of sheep. A lot of,
2: of
0: sheep. sheep. Why
3: that location? I'm curious about that. What's there?
2: Well, I'm a huge Anglophile. Anglophile, yeah, she I'm is. I'm like... Really think maybe in another life, I might have been a baroness or something. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm a big Jane Austen. There's still fan time. And
4: still time <laughs> to become a baroness. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you I never just, know. Life just is crazy. Dream, it's dreamy. Awesome. And we just. Had, we had you been there before? We had been there in the she, spring. Yeah. Okay. Well, well not, she
1: had been there with Lucy, because we were big,
2: what was that? Several years ago. Oh, was Downton Abbey. We were big, oh, yeah. And she got
1: oh, me. Yeah. Here's the deal she's been passionate about this. She's drawn me into it. And so I watched Downton Abbey. I love Downton Abbey too. So she and Lucy went. And then this past spring, right after Easter, uh, Tim and Jennifer. And, Tim Ayers. Uh, Tim Ayers, sorry. And mm-hmm. Jennifer um, Ayers and Ron and Meg Blevins and the two of us went to Oh yeah England for about 10 days. And that was my first. I've been to London numerous times. Um, first time in the countryside. But this is the first mm-hmm. time in the countryside. And now I am...
2: Uh, You're um, in. I am in. So <laughs> to the point that we have afternoon tea every day now. Really? Do you yes. Really? Uh, except well, he's never home anymore. mom has afternoon tea. I well. am <laughs> tea oh, by myself
1: now. Yeah. But I send her pictures. Oh. I I sent her a picture of one of the town we were in, and she wrote back, "Don't period even
2: period." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty wonderful, and. Pretty awful in some cases. Well, we, we'll get to that. We had some massive fights on this trip. We did. You did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. let's talk yeah. about oh, that. You want but to Before to we that? get into no, that, no,
4: okay,
0: <laughs> let's. let's
2: uh, we, Tyler's
4: <laughs> like, Tyler's an eight on the Enneagram, and if <laughs> you listen to our episode on the Enneagram, Maren,
0: <laughs> I just helped Marin. Maybe I can help you guys too.
2: Yeah, good. <laughs> I don't remember what an eight means. An but, eight means okay. that Tyler loves to.
4: To mix it up, he likes the mm. likes some of the Pat conflict is and scrappy. And by yeah.
2: the way,
1: the reason why Penny doesn't know what an eight is because is she doesn't care because she's a one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I w- let me just say this, and we can move on because that really what she just what Penny just brought up is the most important thing that happened on the sabbatical, that revolutionized our lives and changed us probably for the rest of our married days. Uh, but we went in, I'm writing a book, so.
0: Oh yeah. You knew you were going to probably have time to write a book. I knew
1: I was going to, well, yeah. And I had to, Mm -hmm. you know, so that was, that was the most tangible thing we needed to do or I wanted to do. I also, um, spent a good deal of time processing what my future looks like, Mm -hmm. uh, post grace. So we spent a lot of time on that. Um, and then we just enjoyed ourselves. We did some, a lot of side trips in England, uh, went and visited our team. Oh yeah, you went to the London Yeah, London London Church, our London Church and had a wonderful time with them. But that's where the first apocalyptic conversation happened in a coffee shop. Oh boy. Okay.
3: Here comes. Mm.
1: Yeah. So, you know,
2: I don't know how much detail you want to go into, honey, but I don't really want to. It's just
3: Oh, you can't leave us that
2: apocalyptic. Well, it's more important what came out of it. And I, I think we we just discovered some real deep-seated issues that we've been able to just kind of ignore um, in our very busy lives. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, well, I know I—he probably didn't even know they were happening. <laughs> talking about being a little bit— um, She's over. talking to me right now. We're having, she's Sorry. having a conversation in kind of— I'm just saying I would, I, would <laughs> get really, I would get really annoyed about things but not—but kind of make this conscious decision— to sweep it under it's the rug? It's not yeah. really worth going yeah. there. I gotcha. yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Because so, we can just be roommates. We don't mm. need to be... Okay. You know. And this comes with the
1: whole territory, not hearing God and mm-hmm. being deaf to God. You can also be deaf, deaf to the important people in your life, especially your spouse. It's really easy to do that because th- leading up to it, um, she's right. It's easier to put things off and mm-hmm. just assume, you know what? I'm just going to suck it up. Even though what she said just... Bothered to daylights you, or right. hurt me deeply, and the other thing that happens that we've realized about each other is we get into our own heads mm-hmm. about things, and you play out a, you play out a, you know what I'm talking about, right? right oh Mary? yes, oh you, yes, you I do. You get into your own head. This is me story, my the head. The story you're
4: telling yourself. <laughs> your story the story you're telling
1: to. yourself. It just grows and grows and grows, and then by the time you actually deal with it, it is apocalyptic, mm-hmm. and that's essentially what happened. And it Mm. was that there was a. It doesn't matter what there was a an event. I'm essentially I we were at the London church and I walked away from her and left her standing there and I ended up in a conversation and I didn't come back right away. Now, which is that's no big deal, right? Well, it's a very big deal. Mm. Mm -hmm. Feelings about those kind of things have been buried for a long time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah, and
2: that's uh, and we and we had been having this great time just the two of us and we're back at work. work. Oh yeah, and I, I was just like really resentful and. So, yeah. So that's definitely
0: something that was not expected.
2: Not. Oh, heavens now. At all. Okay. But, and then, and just continue, I mean, we kept going there over the three months. We. Probably five or six times. I mean, uh, it's crazy. This is her, not me.
1: She's the reason why we are where we are because she, she refused to let this become something we brush under Mm. the Mm. the carpet. She refused. She would sit Mm. there. And I would realize, okay, she wants to she wants to go there. Okay, let's go. There. Okay,
2: and let's talk about Which it. Which was unusual for me.
1: Very unusual for mm. her, and it, it was a revelation. And it allowed the 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 word of God judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. I felt like the word of God, the the Holy Spirit speaking to us, was our hearts and attitudes were being laid bare before each other. So mm. I'm as heavy when I'm saying... No, you know, this no I is feel like wonderful. I went through
0: something like this. And you tell me if this is even in the same universe as what you're talking about. So just last night, my wife and I, like things get un- uncovered and they get uncovered from time to time. They just keep coming up. So in our situation, I have this weird insecurity of not being who... I think I need to be to her and to our new baby. And when she says things like, can you just do something to help? Or can you go do this thing that you weren't expecting me to ask? I, I interpret that as, oh, she doesn't think I have anything to contribute. (laughs) And she thinks I am worthless. What am I even doing here? And a lot of times I'll just hold that in. But even as soon as yesterday, I brought it up and we had a whole, 2 hour conversation about it and it comes up every 6 weeks or you know is that kind of what you're talking
4: no, about No that's not kind of that it. is what okay. we're
1: talking about <laughs> Okay like the said-
0: subtext
4: So how how long have you guys been married? I can't remember.
1: Forever. <laughs> so uh this 2018 will be 39 years. Okay. Wow. 39, 39 years 39 in June. Years. Yeah. Yep.
4: Um one of the things that I've heard, and I'm brand new in this whole marriage business, but I've heard that uh, over the course of a marriage, you end up being married to multiple different people, even if you're married to the same person. Uh, and you guys got married relatively, well not not so young, but relatively <laughs> I young. So young. I yeah. was so young. How old were you guys when you got married? I was 20. Okay. And you were? 24. Four. How many different versions of your spouse <laughs> do you feel like you've encountered over
1: the years? Well, I've not heard that before. So that's really fascinating, but I would say lots.
4: Yeah.
2: I don't know about me. I feel like I'm still the same, but Dave, <laughs> Dave's been really different. Isn't that <laughs> weird? I know. That too. I feel that way. I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm the same person I was in fifth grade. But You look the same to me. Oh, oh, Thank you, oh precious.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> Can I just stop and say this? Anytime she walks in the room, I swoon you're into I, it i am not kidding when she swoon walks in the room i don't a little strong. that's too strong <laughs> i don't swoon i don't
2: swoon passed I, uh, out multiple uh, times <laughs> no, it's awkward right is, before i have to preach yeah. so this is important i think because when Dave, when we got married i feel like dave was kind of a different person he would he here, was here we go well, <laughs> he was the life of the party the i was lampshade ha-ha. on the head guy you know, lampshade on the head guy.
1: You yeah. know, he was just, he was have a party? Of... You take the lampshade, put it on your head. Oh, and everyone does that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't no. know.
2: I'm doing it. <laughs> well, I'm doing that at my next thing. party. That was in the seventies. Remember back so, when it we was used a to put lampshades on our heads
4: <laughs> <laughs> at parties? Yeah. They didn't have, they didn't have movies. What did you, what did you guys <laughs> but, do
2: for fun? But he was a youth pastor. And so, you know, youth pastor. was oh, sure. yeah. Goofy. Yeah. That was Goofy. So, yeah. We started Grace. Started Grace and he kind of had to become something different. Goofy. You think um,
1: my yeah. personality change, if I would have taken a uh, Enneagram or any personality test, it would have come out different than it does today. Is
0: mm-hmm. that something you were aware of before this experience or, mm-hmm. okay, so this is something that was brought out during this three months. No, no, no. Oh no, no, oh, no. We've, okay. known, no, we've this. known
1: this for a long, long, okay. long time.
2: But, but yeah, you did take a personality test when we were first married and you came out. Lamp, it's lampshade a lampshade head on lampshade the head got. Got. Oh my goodness. <laughs> And I was always melancholy. Still am. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: But the fact is, regardless of personality, we have patterns of relating Mm -hmm. that we, when you get so busy, no, when you allow yourself to become so busy that you can't manage the relationship with the person right in front of you Mm -hmm. over a period of time, it can get so bad that it turns apocalyptic. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, well, I don't, it's so, it's so tough. You don't want to go there. And most of the time you don't go there, sure. except when you're sabbatical.
2: And I'm not, Can't I'm leave. with her you're 24 the hours away. Yeah.
4: Got no, no
1: meetings to run off
2: to. Yeah, yeah. I
1: guess I better talk to
2: you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, this was funny because, um, not funny, haha, but I made the decision right before we left that I was not going to drive in England. I, the whole thing terrifies me. I so. wouldn't want to either. But that meant he was going to drive if we were going anywhere, and that's very different for us because I like to go off on my own and, Mm. you know, I have my own fun antiquing and Mm -hmm. things that I Mm -hmm. do, which he doesn't necessarily enjoy as much. So, anyway, that was just kind of interesting. Well, one more thing, it forced us together more. Yeah.
4: Mm
1: -hmm. And it was great. Yeah.
3: So, did you go antiquing together? Are you able to do those things together?
1: Sometimes. We did a little bit. Sometimes. I think I make her nervous. Like she wants to poke around and I'm in there five minutes like I'm done. Yeah.
2: Right. Look, yeah. right. Yeah. Looking at the watch kind of Totally. Thing. Yeah,
3: yeah. That's that's Jed, by the way. Really? So that's right. why I'm asking.
1: Jed Antiques? Oh, well, We should go together and Jed and I can stand outside and <laughs> yeah. kick, kick rocks. I love antique <laughs> yeah.
3: stores. I love thrift stores. Oh, you love it? I do. Okay. I do. And he is more than happy to just send me on my way to my enjoy those things by too. myself. So it would be hard if we were, you know, it made, if we had made that agreement that he would drive me everywhere, then he would have to go do all those things with me.
1: That'd be tough.
0: So what are, what are some things you guys learned about each other then?
1: We learned a couple of, here is a couple of funny things. Like I, I'm partially deaf on the high ranges. Okay. This is a new thing. This is kind of a new thing. I just had a.
2: Also not funny.
1: It's not funny, but i tell you. I think it's hilarious. You know, so, so the high ends is when you. The, all the consonants. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so when they're gone, you're hearing vowels. You're hearing <laughs> Okay, that's wow. what I'm,
3: Man,
0: uh, that's between what your I'm, ears and your eyes these days. I that, tell you what. I know.
1: Whoa, well, can I go one step. step further with this? Which is even better. Now that my eyes aren't doing so well, because when you lose your hearing in the high ranges, one of the ways you you can deal with that is look somebody straight in the face so you can mm-hmm. read their lips. <laughs> I can't see their lips, <laughs> so I'm hearing all these vowel sounds. Well, it's it's now become a a thing. She was actually frustrated with me because. Well, I thought you were just ignoring. She thought <laughs> I was ignoring her, and the uh-huh. fact is, or, I was em- or not listening. I like, was embarrassed. I had to. I had okay. to repeat everything. I was mm-hmm. yes, and I would say what, and I get so many eye rolls when I would say what, and I finally we had to talk about it, and it was in
2: it- that one field. Remember? Oh, oh, you guys have a field. We, <laughs> we were on a walk.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, on the top of in Blockley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and
4: she huh? said, look out for that sheep. And you heard it. <laughs> this
0: that is was, your
2: song, right? It was oh, one yeah. of our faves back Absolutely. in the day. <laughs> So did you your listen to this as you were walking be. through the field that day? In just in the soundtrack of our minds. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you were in a field and you were embarrassed.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it just is one of those things that normally we would have let go. And okay. had for a long And now we talk about it and I make her laugh because I'll say, now I'll say back to her when she says something <laughs> to me, I'll say back to her what it sounds like. Yeah, well, oh. She laughs. <laughs> All the time. I <laughs> love
3: that you are finding yeah. humor in it's it. very are, funny. It is, <laughs> and this goes back to your comment about being married to different you know, the same person who is morphing into a different person all throughout the course of your marriage. Now you guys are entering this new realm of yes. things what? misfiring eyes and
1: yeah. ears. Old age, yeah. Why did you ask me to shake hands with a sheep?
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm more than happy, but I'm just (laughs) confused.
4: Well, I want to say, I mean, obviously I'm your son, and so y'all have been my parents since the beginning. Um, One of the things that may come across from what we've said so far is the idea that, that only now are you guys starting to become like honest. And only now are you oh. guys starting to have a sense of humor about things. And that's not, the, that's not the case sure. at all. Growing growing up, our house was, we were always laughing, like falling awesome. over laughing and do, and dad and I would always do stupid things. <laughs> we would,
1: <laughs> yeah. We'd <laughs> always
4: like many evenings would end with us all in the living room, watching TV or something like that together. And then dad and I would inevitably throw coasters, coasters. into the S- hard, it up, really hard, hard up coasters. to the ceiling, and then let like, them hit us on the head. To see what it? to see who could throw them <laughs> farther up? No wonder you can't see her here anymore.
3: <laughs> who
4: does that? No. Uh We're just really. We went
3: from lampshade head guy <laughs> yeah. to coaster it, it <laughs> goes head in the, guy. It runs
4: in the family. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, but anyway. But I, what I all I want to say is, I mean, it it totally makes sense. This is a new era for you guys to realize in this specific thing. But I also, both of you, have an incredibly high honesty value that totally came across as I was being raised and it's made me into a into an honest person because it was so modeled in my life. So I for anyone listening thinking like oh wow they just discovered no, a sense no. of humor and <laughs> and honesty
0: that's that's no, not as it, it sounds to me more like you kind of rediscovered or drew stuff out that maybe had been lying dormant. Absolutely
1: right. Uh, absolutely. To the point now on the now on this end of it I not only love her always have, always will. But I like her so much Mm -hmm. and we have so much fun together and there is openness. Yeah. It's just a great, we're at a good place. We're,
2: We're very fortunate.
3: I'm really just honored that you guys would come here and be so honest and, you know, just open with what you guys have gone through. You're empty nesters now. Mm. My parents today are celebrating, I think it's 33, their 33rd anniversary, and they're empty nesters now. I think there's a lot of people that are looking to those years and they're afraid Mm -hmm. of just being left with just the two of them. And what will you say? And what will you do? And you're telling us stories of what it actually looks
2: like. Mm -hmm. Um, Just discovering new things about each other, which is cool. mm. Another thing that, not to belabor the point, but in the quest to say Jesus when Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? And I said, I want to be able to feel deeply again. He has graciously been revealing some things that I've had really buried for a really long time.
3: I, I just keep he- hearing the word cultivation in my head. It mm-hmm. sounds like it wasn't a vacation. You were just tilling the ground and preparing your relationship for the shifts that are to come.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like I was the ground. Mm-hmm. God God was tilling me. Wow. Well, okay. Okay. Can I go somewhere, in know, a, a book I read at the end of the sabbatical Yeah, real quickly? Because she read Sacred Rhythm in the beginning. I read a book. It was about two weeks ago in the sabbatical. We were back here in Indy. I'd walk down to my office and there was a stack of books on my desk because people were giving me books to read. read, on, your book. yeah. read oh, book yeah. on your vacation. Read this <laughs> book on your vacation. And I thought, okay, I'd read about seven or eight books and there were a bunch I hadn't read. So I picked up one and I thought I probably should at least try to read some of these in case I run into the people that gave me the book. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I picked up this book by an author that I've never enjoyed. I've never gotten into his writing. Uh, It's Watchman Ni. He's a Chinese uh, theologian, pastor, prophet um, from the mid-20th century. He wrote a book called The Release of the Spirit. It's one of his classics. I've never really enjoyed his writing, but I picked it up and started reading, and I couldn't put it down because— of all what you've heard about what we dealt with the sabbatical, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. The way he understands the way God works with the human soul and the human spirit is God's desires to release the spirit. And when our spirit, which is commingled with his spirit, big S spirit with little S spirit, my spirit with his, it needs to be released. And when the spirit of God is released from us into the world, that's where the world has changed in the broken places of the world. This is where we impact the world. However, the outer me My personality, my temperament, my intellect, all those things are the things that are keeping the Spirit many times from being released. Mm, mm -hmm. And I'm really cutting to the chase. The bottom line is God will break my outer man to release the Spirit. Wow. He will constantly break and break and break and break until we get to the point where the Spirit is released. What happened on this sabbatical for both of us is that God, in a severe mercy, broke us and continues to do that so that his spirit is released. That was my tail end of sabbatical realization. So, Penny,
0: you asked Jesus to help you feel something deeply again. Do you feel today like that has been answered for you, or is it still kind of in progress?
2: I think it's still in progress. Mm -hmm.
0: If you had to rewrite that list, would that still be at the top?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Yeah. And it was so cool because I, like I said, I wrote it, I think the first or second day of sabbatical Mm -hmm. and we, that night went to this little Anglican church that was probably built in like 12 or 1300 and, um, sat through a church service. Sobbed through a church service. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So touched by the fact that we're just like these little, this little speck in the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, Mm -hmm. but, but all worshiping the same God and. And I thought, I, I mean, just sitting there crying, I was like, oh, this is an answer to that prayer I just prayed this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm, yes. I'm feeling something. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and God was
0: like, oh, you think that's it?
4: <laughs> <laughs> just wait. <laughs> yeah.
2: Got some, you got some more. You want to be investing Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how, Dave, how did God speak to you on this trip?
1: Well, pretty much to everything we've just said. The way we've interacted with each other, learned about each other, and the, ways, the way I'm realizing he's breaking me. Okay. Still,
2: I mean, that's and this book, point. I can't wait for you guys to read. Yeah. this book. it is gonna be rocking your world. I don't know about that. Why? I, you know, not feeling good about it. today? Well, here I would write a
1: paragraph, or a chapter, or a page, or whatever it was, and I'd sit back and go, "Oh, that's dumb." <laughs> I go back and rewrite it. And then I would say, "That's dumb." It's, I'm, it's like I'm having a hard time accept, accepting my own writing.
0: And it's I'd, a book about the six broken places, right? Yeah, right.
1: it's called Broken Places. I think I might call it Broken Places, oh. but The Six Broken Places like um, and the subtitle is Where Your Destiny and the World's Great Needs Meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So, yeah, I'm working on the mm-hmm. book, and I I hope it's the way she describes it. I have great hopes for it. But
4: Well, the, the concept of Six Broken Places has really resonated with people here at Grace because it really it helps to shine a light on why the world is the way it is, but it also does it in the context of a... God who is healing those broken places. So right. it it's brilliant. And I think it's going to be great to have it in book form and be able to, who knows, spread the word beyond just grace about this way of looking at things that helps people figure out where they fit in it all.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and that's what you just said is really the, we can't forget the second, the the compliment to the idea. Yes. Yeah. The world is broken. We see it through six, there are six different ways it's broken, but here's the solution. The compliment to the idea is that God, before we were born, declared us to be masterpieces. And he had in mind something for each one of us to do that would actually bring healing to the broken places of this world. So he designed us all with a specific calling and a destiny. So those are the two parts of the idea that are crucial. And that's the book right there. You don't need to buy it. I just told you the whole (laughs) thing.
0: There it is. But please do. Yeah. Yeah,
3: It's so important to not just get hung up on, and these places are broken. You know, you, you read your intro, um, Sunday in yeah. all, all of our services. Um, and the idea is that we are the answer. It's not just that the world is broken. It's that we can be agents of healing in that broken world because yeah. he's endowed us to do that. He's made us the answer.
1: And Marin is interesting. Cause I was, when I was reading that this weekend, um, I had a catch in my spirit when I said, it said I think I wrote very clearly, we are the answer or something like that. And I went, oh, wait a minute. Jesus is the answer. Hey, hey. That, I'm tracking with you. Yeah, and that was my first, and even I'm reading, I'm going, oh, and then I went, no. Yes. Because Jesus looked at his disciples and he yes. said, I am sending you into that this world. It. And he said, you are going to do greater things than I've ever done. Mm, yeah. Which is freakish you yeah. think Pastor. about that.
4: Like, do you know it's, me, Jesus? So, yeah. It's like, we, I, it's like we pray to God. God, heal this world. Yes, and he's like, okay, go Lord. for it. You yeah. Do it. And, and then he you, said, you.
1: and by the way, here, here are the keys of the car. Here are the keys of the yeah. kingdom. And whichever bind, whatever you bind on earth my will Lord. be bound in heaven. Whatever you're loose on earth. Somebody will be... give me a tambourine. I'm All sorry. All right, let's go. Here
0: we go. <laughs> about to, have
4: a about praise to praise. break. Here we I'm go.
1: Here.
0: And, and, watch,
1: and watch this come around too. And so if I'm going to find my place in this world, fulfilling my calling and destiny, then i must be broken yeah so that the spirit can be released mm. you see right. how this all my how Lord this all Jesus. all fits together so if cuz the spirit won't be released in me and i will not be able to exercise my calling if i continue to have my myself unbroken right and and i yeah. think the mm. biggest
4: lie that Has been has been told to us as Christians for so long is that once we have it all together, once we are that perfect Christian that has the great devotional life and Mm. you know (laughs) prays really great and knows all the things and reads the Bible really well, then God will use us to do great things. Mm. And He said He says no, it's the it's completely the other way around. I want your brokenness because Mm. that's what I'm going to use to heal the world. I'm going to use you, broken person that I love. I had this revelation
3: many years ago on Wilson Avenue in Chicago, and I'll. I'll just give a little bit of backstory. The neighborhood I lived in in Chicago was gentrifying quickly. So uh, I was a part of a ministry that existed to serve the poor and the poor were being uh, pushed out of the neighborhood in favor of new development and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You all know what gentrification means. That's what was going on. So I, I was at a town hall meeting at a local city college where we were discussing how can we live here peacefully Um, The haves and the have-nots were clashing in this meeting. Um, I had walked there. It was nighttime. And things got so tense, I was afraid that, like, someone was going to pull out a gun. Like, people were just shouting in this, quote-unquote, town hall meeting. It was very tense. Um, And I had to walk home that night, just terrified. Man, what is happening to this area of, of Chicago that I love so deeply? I just love uptown. And I was praying that Jesus would just flood the streets with his light, hmm. um, because it was just the, the the heaviness and the darkness and the oppression that I felt leaving that meeting. God, just flood the streets with your light. Uh, you're the light of the world, so just come and be light and save us from our darkness. And I felt him in that moment on the street tell me, no, 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 I told you that you were the light, mm-hmm. that you were the city on the hill. Mm. That's you. That's right. And I'll never forget that. I wrote, I went home, I wrote a song about it. Uh, the chorus just says you are the light of the world, but it's, it's him saying that it's us. It's our charge. We can't expect him to come in and heal all six broken places on Mm. his white horse. Mm -hmm. He put it in our hands. And that's why I'm so stoked that God brought me to grace because we have the same vision. Mm -hmm. That's it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. So
0: I think a lot of people will be listening to this episode in particular Wanting to hear, okay, well, what's the plan? Like, what do you have now in store or what do you have planned for Grace Church? What what did God say to you about this place? And you talked about, you kind of thought about or dwelled in what you have for yourself in the future. Can you talk a little bit about maybe if anything, God has revealed to you about this place?
1: <sighs> that may be a whole other podcast. <laughs> um, it really is not, Tyler, it's really not much different than what we just talked about. I mean that that is the that's the vision of grace right there. It is this church continuing to help people find their destiny and repairing the six broken places of this world. That's grace. That's why we exist. we Will always be that way. And when the day comes when I hand off the leadership to Barry, I know he and I I know him well enough, and he knows me well enough. We're on the same page.
0: Coaster coaster heads.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, coaster heads, no, no. heads for oh, life. Yeah, coaster yeah. heads. We still have little knobs on our head from yeah. where that hit
4: us, right? Can I? All right, this is going to be a question that that might be surprising, but Mom, what is what is your vision yeah. for the
0: future of Grace? What do you want? What do you want it to do?
2: I mean, it's a little cloudy. It's hard for me to see it. I mean, I'm I'm super excited about you, Barry, being taking us to the next place. I I don't know what it means for Dad and I. Like, will we? Have to leave town for a while. Well, we—I I don't know what comes next for us, but um, I would imagine that we'll probably end up at North Indy since that's where we live. Mm. Well, um, how do you how do you feel about where we're headed as a church, though? I mean, I think it's so exciting. I work at the care center every Tuesday night, and just—I think the sky's the limit for mm. us. Mm. Mm. Um, there's so many people that we can help, and as we help people, we're we're changing and learning and growing, and I wouldn't be surprised if we ended up a lot smaller before we get bigger again. Mm, I agree, and I, and I think that could be real cool. Yeah, I kind of actually look forward to it
0: because it's it's a hard thing to enter into. Is if we really lean into that six broken places, and like this, I mean, this is what we've been for a while now. But mm-hmm. if we say this is who we are. Get on the bus or get off. Like right. there's going to be people who may not want to stay on, you yeah, know. And, and they need to go. Yeah. And that's okay. But I I love that you guys are still excited about that part of Grace Church mm-hmm. because that is what Marin said she latched on That's what I latch on to personally. And I know so many other people do as well. And um it's really exciting because I think some people may be like, okay, I can't wait to hear what Dave has to say about what's next. But it's kind of refreshing that what's next is where we've already been. It's right. the
1: same old thing. Same. I mean, it's broken places and you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: And culture. But, and culture is changing. And as culture changes, we adapt our techniques, our our modes. But right. But the message Sticks is still the same. the same. It is the yeah. gospel of Christ yeah. is is forever, and that that is what we are preaching.
2: And we're so. I don't want to say lucky, but we're so fortunate to be here, all of us. I mean, mm-hmm. this is an amazing, amazing church. What needs to change?
1: Oh, uh, (laughs) maybe a a different other podcast. (laughs) um, Yeah. Can I, I know Amy's your fifth favorite Well, Yeah. Can I be the sixth favorite guest? Sure. Okay. I mean, it's you, Tyler. I gotta
4: go. I gotta go. (laughs) Um,
1: I don't want to over-spiritualize this, but if it in any way is about us and about consuming We're going nowhere. Mm -hmm. This is about surrender and being broken and pursuing our destiny. And if you're not up for that, and if that's not what you want, this is going to be a hard church to be a part of. Yeah. And so the change has to come as we continue. I think, Tyler, you're dead on. We have to continually reinforce this is who we are and this is where we're going. And that's not so so much a change as is a a constant reinforcement.
0: Yeah. Reminder. A
1: reminder. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: What else do you you want people to know? What what can you offer people who are listening to this? Because we talked a little bit about your own relationship, and I think that will be super helpful for people. I mean, it's helpful for me to know that what I experienced yesterday in my own marriage is like, I'm not alone, and my wife is not alone. Is there anything else that you think um, would be helpful for people to know from your experience on sabbatical?
1: Okay, so let's be honest about something. So very few people get to take a sabbatical, Mm. and so... This is going to seem, to some people, there's going to be a lot of eye-rolling listening to this podcast going, yeah, yeah f- I nice, I could do nice for you. Wish I yeah, could do that. And I've had sure. actually people say that right to my face. Um, and I don't, I I completely understand that. And so, um, here's something, here's, okay, so here's what I'm having to deal with. My sabbatical's over. I got to figure out what sabbatical looks like now in a practical way now that we're back. Every human being has to decide uh, what Sabbath and sabbatical is for them on an ongoing basis so that you don't get so pent up and you keep pushing things aside, you don't deal with them. Mm -hmm. So what what does sabbatical, everyone's got to ask that question. Yes. What is Sabbath? What is sabbatical? You have something in the book.
2: Well, there's a whole chapter on Sabbath that is just phenomenal. In Sacred Rhythms. Yes. This one quote just stood out to me. Many of us try to shove spiritual transformation into the nooks and crannies of a life that is already unmanageable rather than being willing to arrange our life for what our heart most wants. Um, Hmm. I really only know a couple of people who actually do Sabbath. And I'm not one of them. (laughs) Right. So I have a lot to learn. It's so hard. I mean,
0: life, guys. Yeah.
2: Well, it just gets in the
0: way, man. Like, like, we call it the whirlwind around here.
2: Remember back, I don't know how many years, then we started Saturday Night Service?
0: Yeah, we lost
2: the day of the week in the Rodriguez household, mm. oh and we've never gosh, gotten yeah. it back. Yeah,
1: mm. Be- haven't you been studying? Didn't you study Sabbath recently or Sabbath? Yeah, I, one of my
4: seminary courses, I was. Uh, I read Sa- the Sabbath by um, by Rabbi Heschel, yeah. and it is profoundly beautiful and just so thought provoking. He he takes the concept of Sabbath and just like blows it up into this almost cosmic reality of time and life and nature. And uh, it's, it's Mm. really beautiful. But the thing that's so that we just miss, we look at it and I, I, Tyler, I I feel the exact same way. I'm like, who's got time for Mm -hmm. Sabbath. Yeah. But, but at least what, what Rabbi Heschel says and what I think you can pretty much find in scripture is the idea that Sabbath was always part of God's good creation the idea that that life is not meant to be spent making bricks for pharaoh it's mm-hmm. meant to be in sabbath where you take a break and you are right. fully with your family and your community and god and you experience life and it's almost like it's it's almost like a, a, a good parent who is giving some some wonderful gift to their child but the child instead wants to just go and like sulk in their room instead of experience i don't know that's a bad analogy yeah. but but it's like god is has given us this. He he said, "Look, take this and I guarantee it's going to fill you." Yeah. But we still don't because we think we know better. I don't know. We it, we feel well, like it would I think be... we
0: think we're we're more important.
1: Mm. Well, and we also think I can get through this.
0: Yeah, I can handle it.
1: I can I can get, and that's essentially what I think about myself. Okay. All right. I maybe next week it's or just maybe a season. Next, mm-hmm. It's just, I can I can I can soldier through this. But didn't Penny didn't she say it's a choice?
2: Oh yeah. I mean that's, it's some at the end of the day it's a choice. And I mean I also think about why this sabbatical was so important was we waited a year and a half longer than we were supposed to. Oh wow. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It was eight and a half years. Oh. Since our last one because life. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. regenerate and I don't Mm -hmm. remember what all. Wow. But there was always a reason why we couldn't do it. When we were supposed to, so we it felt to like you
3: pushed yourselves to the limit,
1: the mm-hmm. absolute oh, yeah. limit, mm-hmm. right yeah. before you launched inspiration.
2: Yeah. Mm. I've had a little
1: breath prayer that is not being answered yet. Can you
0: explain what a breath prayer is? A
1: breath prayer is just some uh, a thought you want to talk to God about, and you just do it frequently, and it takes a, basically a breath.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's short. It's a very short, very teeny little prayer. I've been praying it. Uh, it came out of nowhere, and it has not been answered yet. For two reasons. Number one, it's not because God's not answering this prayer. It's because I'm not cooperating with him Mm. in it. And it's Mm. this best first, best first. I keep hearing it over and over again Mm. because when I was on the sabbatical best was three months, it was best always. In other Mm. words, it was what we needed at the time. And we could take 24 hours a day for three months to do it. Now it's a choice. Mm. I have, this is so weird. I've been back nine days. I still have not put together a to-do list. That is, I don't remember the. And last. you're a list guy. I'm a list guy. I have not because I have been responding. I have not been choosing, mm. and I keep hearing best first. It's time for you to choose the best thing first. Mm. And I have, I haven't responded to it yet. I keep praying that. Mm. Isn't that weird?
0: I mean, and, it's pretty common, I think.
1: Yeah, I and, think so. Sometimes it seems like it's just not possible to. It's what to, it feels like, right? Yeah. And if we stop and think, is it really? Yes, it's possible if we just. We're not out of our minds, it's possible. It's yeah. just that we let let the soulishness part of us just overwhelm the spirit and uh yeah, I may never have a i likely will never have a sabbatical again it's it's this is probably my last sabbatical, but i I don't want to never again feel what we felt in those three months. Mm-hmm. Which,
0: which okay, yeah, so what are some things you guys decided that oh, we're yeah,
2: gonna, we looked at our schedules and blocked out the weekends that he's not preaching because w- what
1: I would do in the past is if I would if, if say Barry was preaching one weekend and I wasn't I would generally hang around go to one go to one of the campuses and just or host the service or for the host weekend the service or, or, instead mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we decided that when I have a weekend off we're blocking Friday Saturday Sunday and I'm not going to church and we are going to have a Sabbath I don't know how often. Or we'll do maybe that. go out of town or go out of town do or something fun do or something just... like that. And that, that mm-hmm. will be a recreate. It'll be a mini teeny recreation. Yeah. That's
0: cool.
3: You mentioned uh, streaming the services when you guys were away. I we don't think we were
1: supposed to do that, but we did
3: Breaking the I think rules. It's awesome. Just, I think it's great. <laughs> I was, it was I, fun. I grew up in a household where you did not miss church ever for any reason ever. Yeah. Well, so well, it too. is yeah. the most, uncomfortable thing, like the very few times that I've been able to say, okay, we're not gonna uh, go. Like I, I almost can't even fathom it. still makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it. But we weren't at churches before that did live yeah. streaming. So now it's totally different. We have done that, I'd say, maybe once or twice since we've been here. And it's been amazing. i <laughs> yeah.
2: making Kinda some pancakes. Great. Oh, we, I'm streaming yeah. the
1: service. We sat there with my little iPad and we had a little portable speaker and Hooked up the speaker to it, and it was great. It was great. That's awesome. But we mostly we love the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, Great. of course. And thank you for Perfect that timing. mighty
4: shout That was awesome. Oh, that was a great <laughs> shout out this week. Also, so when you did the shout out, you mentioned. Maren's kids, yeah, yeah, and I was sitting in front of your whole family at North Indy when uh-huh. that happened. And two things stood out to me. One, your your kids afterwards. I asked, I told them, I was like, "Yeah, sorry, I probably should have given you a heads up that Dad was gonna was gonna mention oh, you in the service." That you didn't. And oh, I know. And Jane was like, "Yeah, that was really weird." <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing was, you should have seen your face when when you heard <laughs> Dad say that about your kids. It was proud mama all the oh, way. Oh, all fa- day. You were glowing all day. So I keep funny. it one
1: hundred. Proud mama. I yes. Also, I also mentioned. The producer over there, Emily, without asking yep. her permission yeah. to do that too.
4: We
2: got to get her a mic at some point, yes, so she can she can like chime in. I was just thinking, like you you asked, had I heard the one from this week? And part of the problem is because I'm so non-technologically minded, <laughs> but I can't really figure out how to do it unless unless Dave's home. You know what? I am You're not the only one.
0: <laughs> like I get emails, and how do I listen to this? I
2: can't quite.
0: Well. Barry can set you up. I'll help you out. I'll get. Uh, we can, we'll figure out an
4: that But I
2: mean, we downloaded it or whatever you do. I listen, we listen on SoundCloud.
3: <laughs> yeah, I listen on SoundCloud. Whatever
2: that means. And Everyone can be a friend of the pod. Yeah. But, but I think there should be a way that you like plug your phone in and listen to it on earphones so you look really cool. You know, like those little earbud well, you Oh, can. yeah, yeah. You have great, great news. I don't know you how can. to do that. <laughs> Do not know how. To, you the only way have do done it so far is we've listened on this little speaker thingy that
0: Mom, I will totally help <laughs> you We out. gotcha. And
2: for this all you people you
0: who are interested in learning how you can listen to this, I don't know how you're listening to my voice <laughs> right now, but there are multiple ways that you can listen to Detroit Sundays. I'm
2: just saying, it's not as easy as you think.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. But if my dad, Phil Bender, can do it, well. literally probably anybody can do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, guys thank you so well, much for being here and joining us yeah thank today. you it was a awesome joy, to hear from you, from you i hope penny this wasn't too much of a punishment it, it was, was nice. actually kind of
2: fun see there you go see? maybe you'll
0: come back in sometime i
2: love telling people all my deepest notes.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i don't think she said the punishment thing while we were no, while you're recording oh, so she's, before good. we started
0: <laughs> penny said Oh, I think I f- should probably say it's an honor to be here, but to me it feels more like a punishment. <laughs> Mom doesn't like being put on the spot yeah. in public speaking,
1: you even though she's great at it. a voice. Doesn't yeah. she though?
2: You really do. Oh my do. gosh, yeah. You got to do our ads. Oh, I could probably do that if it involves reading something. Yeah, we can touch on that. i I read 24 books on the sabbatical.
4: There we go. 24? Oh. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Wow.
1: Thanks, Mom. She did teaching two me things. to be a reader. She did two things. Read books and had fights with me.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apocalyptic
0: and fights.
4: Yeah.
1: Looked N- at a lot of sheep.
4: Could
3: yeah, you <laughs> maybe write books about your fights with him?
4: I am not you could, ca- you could write a book and call it The Last Sabbatical.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Well, that'll let that wrap note. up our New Year's episode of Between Sundays. Guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week, hopefully, Dave, you don't know this, but hopefully with Dave again as yeah. we talk about our new series. So uh, we will see you then. Marin, do you want to send us out? Do
3: justly, love, mercy, and walk humbly with thy God.
0: And we will see you on the other side of Sunday.